0: Hello everyone, this is Molly from the Casually Molly podcast and I just wanted to introduce you to my friends at the Natty Cat. This one is for you cool cats and kittens who can't get enough of wordplay and fur babies. The Natty Cat's Natural Soy Candles feature inventive scent combinations in glass jars with clever kitties on the labels. hand purred with locally sourced natural soy wax, the Natty Cat's Candles Woodwicks create a cozy fireside crackling sound perfect for curling up on the couch. Remember, for all of your candle and scented oil needs, please visit our friends at the Natty Cat either on Facebook or Instagram. Have you ever wanted to
1: Get your shit together, scrap it, look through the lens and capture it, but first world problems are getting you down, disabled, something, need a laugh to fix that frown. <laughs> well you can do all those things and so much more, just grab a seat in the chair or the floor, sit back, relax, recline, while she drops another casual eye. You're tuned to Casually Molly with Molly Ambergie.
0: All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Casually Molly podcast. I'm your host, Molly Ambergie. Remember that you can always casually subscribe to the podcast on any audio streaming services, YouTube, and we even have some clips and full episodes on Facebook Watch. But enough about that for right now. We got the promo out of the way, but let's give it up for our next call-in guest. Give it up for Tony Roper. Oh, the crowd goes wild. (laughs) 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 I love it. Yes. you. First of all, I know I said this earlier, but now I'm going to say it on the podcast so people can hear it. You look Great, what's your secret?
2: <laughs> Thank you. Well, for this setting, I have a ring light. It makes such a difference. I know everyone's doing Zoom and all of that. Um, and here was my secret for this morning. I, I drove in, I'm from St. Louis, and I just drove back to Springfield, Illinois, at like seven in the morning. Do a bold lip that's all you have to do. I, I've done more since then, but you don't have to put any other makeup on. If you put on a bold lip, everyone just be staring at it, they won't even know you haven't done your hair or brushed your teeth. Well, oh yeah, okay, gosh. we'll do that. But.
0: Oh, they're gonna, <laughs> right. I know I have like, i it luckily we're at a distance and I'm just blending into this uh back brick wall oh here, gosh. but like, I definitely have. I drink coffee all day until I get here at the studio, but. I'm like, oh, I need to like bring like a toothbrush or something with me. But it's the same thing. I always have like a bold, like red or kind of like pinkish hue. I don't do it all the time, but I was like, all right, I got a red turtleneck sweater here on. So I better have something that's kind of otherwise you just like, you know, you just kind of look like a little dead. So <laughs> I don't I, I was don't... gonna wear hot
2: pink and then I realized I'm like, Oh yeah, no, I'm not gonna be red and pink today. <laughs> hey. Which is the thing. Just yeah. not for me
0: today. <laughs> just not just not today, but it could be at some point. Yeah, but absolutely. I, I am so happy to see you. Um, to kind of give a background about Tony Roper, you were probably, and I, I mean, obviously we're friends. We met through mutual friends here in St. Louis. Now you obviously don't live here anymore, but you know, this is your hometown, your home base, and we are based from out of here. So I'm always happy to see you. But you are probably one of the most accomplished people I have ever met, like <laughs> you have, <laughs> Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you Thank have you. such a resume, and I'm probably going to mess it up, so I'm going to let you talk about it. Uh, but you are known best. A lot of people, when I talk to anybody in St. Louis, they will, like, see you on Facebook with me and stuff. And they're like, oh, my God, isn't that radio, the radio personality from Z107 <laughs> at one point? And I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you explain a little bit about your radio personality career and explain it a little bit better than probably I would be doing right now?
2: <laughs> sure. No, thank you. What a, what a great introduction. I appreciate you. Um, I actually started in 2009 was my first, I guess, professional radio. Started with iHeartRadio. And yes, Z1077. That was, that was my first. Neon Trees, the first song I ever announced uh, on air. And um, it was Everybody Talks. And I was on Z, and then from there, I've worked on a lot of stations in St. Louis. It was uh, Magic from there, Um, 93.7 The Bull, Country Music. I did Alt 1049. Um, Before that even existed, it was Wild 1049. I don't want to miss anything. I Gosh. I love there's... that this
0: is like Tony's issue. I don't want to miss anything. Like, oh, any of the <laughs> other stations there a lot I've of been s-
2: on? <laughs> stations.
0: Yeah. And they were all
2: just so special and like so many different ways to me. Um, And then I I did a little producing. I was local producer for Ryan Seacrest. And then if you guys remember the, um, it used to be the MJ and BJ morning show. Yeah, It was just MJ. Yeah. And so I was one of their local producers as well. Little production and and commercials and such. Um, And then just took a leap uh, about, I guess a year and a half ago and moved to Illinois with working with Newhoff Media, which is a, Fabulous, fabulous company in Illinois and Indiana, 20 stations, and um, I'm on two of their stations. I also work with a couple other companies, and I'm on air in uh, Greenville, Mississippi, and American Samoa with uh, um, Delta Radio Network and South Seas Broadcasting. And then I work for Benstown. They're an imaging company where I get to do uh, commercials, like a lot of voiceover work.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. So you're just all, I didn't even, so that's another thing I didn't even know about yeah. you was that you were in the production side about things too. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, what would like listeners, like how, like explain how this like even came up to be like, I don't know, like, did you just wake up one day and be like, Hey, I want to be a radio personality and produce in radio. Cause it's such a fun field. and such a fun career. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like all about networking, but what got you into yeah. that? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, not at all.
2: Here's this is the honest story I tell everyone. I went to St. Louis University, I was a theater major. Theater was always my first love. Yes, girl. Yes, was
0: theater. And <laughs> yes, I feel yes. like I missed you. Like, that's the we thing. I, yes, I missed you in the theater. Like, we both went to St. Louis University, and Bridget's like, yeah, she was in theater too. And I'm like, I feel like I just missed Tony <laughs> by like
2: a year, seriously. Right. Um, but a great experience there. I loved it. I always knew from literally like five years old, I was like, I want to do theater. I want to be on Broadway when I grew up and moved to New York and all this stuff. Um, and then, you know, It's so funny to think about it now, being in a pandemic in 2020, but when I graduated, it was right when the housing market and 08 and all that crashed and we were in a recession, which now seems like nothing. (laughs) But it was a big deal then. Um, And you know, you have this degree and jobs were just hard to come by. And I was doing the whole, where you you know ask your mom like do you know anyone who's in my field and informational interviews and i just had this light bulb click in my head i'm you're so smart at like 21 and i thought you know what i want to i want to make it big in this business and i want to make all this money and it's going to work out i'm like i'll do radio instead of theater which let me tell you if you're thinking about like ways to get rich quick or famous or anything like that this is not it. Neither is theater, neither is none of it, but I am very passionate. I love what I do. I wouldn't do it any other way. Um, and so I started in radio um, promotions. So you don't see this these days, but you know, when you go out and you're at a concert and there's like the promo team and the station vehicle and the, yes. the pop-up banners and all that, I did that. That's I wasn't on air, but I very did that. Cool. That is yeah. so cool though. That's fantastic because I've never seen that. Oh,
0: see, there you go. <laughs> yes,
2: it was, yeah. And then from there, I just, I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do permanently. I knew being on air, being being the talent, being the personality has always been the dream. But again, take that foot in the door, you know, especially when you're starting <laughs> off. Yes. And I did. And um, I just kept telling people, you just tell the right people, this is what I want to do. I can be good at it. You know, <laughs> my background was in theater, but it worked really well. I'm like, i work yeah. hard at it. And it just, it happened eventually. Mm-hmm. It was, I was really lucky you put on a, a great station uh, in a medium to large size market. You know, pretty young.
0: Exactly. So. No. And I, that's what I love about you too, is that you're so passionate about what you do. Like, it's not just a job for you. It's, I hate to be like, it's not a job for you. It's a lifestyle, but like, it, 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 is. it really is. <laughs> it's a like, disease.
2: One of my coworkers said, you've been bit by the radio bug. It is.
0: <laughs> and you can't get rid of it. I would like, uh, what I'll ask you too is like, did your, I'm sure it did, because I feel the same way being a theater major. People are like, oh, you know, doing stand up or like doing a podcast, you don't seem shy behind a microphone. And I feel like that probably applies to doing radio as well. And like talking with people and producing with people. Do you feel like your theater major kind of helped you go into the communications field and helped you kind of revamp your whole dream per se?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yes and no. It's really interesting, because I'm always amazed when I do interviews. People are like, no, 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 I don't want to talk. I'm like, no one's going to see your face. No one will even probably know it's you. But I I get it, you know. um, Public speaking is a fear, even on radio, I don't. It's different. Um, But I feel like when I first started off, some of my feedback was that I was very dramatic and over the top, and and I am, (laughs) but That was a little different, I think, than some radio folks. You know, it's a little bit different. Um, But then it's just become me. I mean, it really is who I am. Um, But it has helped. I mean, if you ever heard they say radio is theater of the mind. Um, since you don't see, um, you're creating these stories and painting a picture and that's where it does come in. And even in theater, I took things like, you know, voice and diction and certain things that helped me, the different warm-ups you're doing for a play. Yeah, it's still, I feel like it's the same, it's a similar mindset as radio.
0: Uh, 100%. And it's scripted too. So like, there's a lot of things that you have to kind of look at too. And then also you got to kind of put your own personality into it. But I get that too, where it's like, and it's a theater major thing where, especially like we were just talking earlier when Key, (laughs) who, Hi, Key, who was doing our tech. She's like, you kind of talk with your hands, right? And I was like, 100%. And I totally yes. own it. I do it all the time, whether I'm on stage, right. whether I'm buying a microphone. So I'm sure you probably feel the same way. You're just like, but it just comes out of you. Like you have to feel like you have to discuss and like, ex- like explain it to people, especially when people can't see you. You're like, this is my way of trying to do that. So okay.
2: Yes, and it's so fun. Not all radio people are like this, but I've had mm-hmm. some current coworkers and past coworkers <laughs> to watch them do their show And usually they're in a soundproof booth, so you're just looking through a window. But to see them, they're not just in front of a microphone like this. They're like, (laughs) and it's just, it's so great. It's so entertaining to watch because you're still communicating. You're still talking with the person. You're talking as if you're connecting to one person. There just might be you know, thousands or million people on the other side that you're not looking at. Um, And I would say the hardest thing about theater to radio is not having that live audience. That was, I'm better with it now, but when I first started, gosh, that was hard just imagining. And that's what I think any kind of performer is going through now, being on this video chat kind of thing, is you don't get that immediate feedback, which is so important. You know, you just got to imagine it. I I did do a play during this pandemic uh, just for fun, and gosh, and people could type in like, oh, that was great, or ha, ha, ha. It's still not the same as being in the room with warm bodies giving you that energy and that immediate reaction you don't get that in radio and that's that's a little different but i still i still love it
0: do have you done any live shows with radio like you know like sometimes i'll see like um like a radio show do like a live show i guess like at a different event or some kind of like festival or anything is that something that you've done or maybe you're possibly interested in doing?
2: i have not i've done you know like stage notes like before um maybe um a concert remember those yes. um you know been on stage <laughs> talk to the audience um or i do live on locations you yes. know type things mm-hmm. i would say that's different than a, a show i know i know what you're talking about yep. i have not and i would absolutely love to i have gone to them in um, las vegas for steve harvey i've seen him you know they set up the table everyone on the show has their mics and they're yes. literally doing their show in front of hundreds of people but the people on you know at home on the radio hear what it normally would hear. So, oh, absolutely. That would be a wonderful thing. Um, Or I know, gosh, what was it? It was an app that uh, a lot of DJs were using about 10 years ago to actually take the whole show. You could watch it while there, I think it was was like Parachute or something. I can't think of what it was called. I Um, I wouldn't. And I wouldn't like that. Like if someone was watching the whole time while I'm in the studio, like, gosh, no! Because <laughs> that's not what I do. It's it's not a play. It's not a TV show. You know? Oh, one
0: hundred percent. Well, I think yeah. that's kind of a nice, like, a cool. I love how you call it like theater of the mind because it's. I, I, you know, I feel like a lot of times people are, they'll listen to somebody that's a radio personality and they'll have an image of who they think they are in their head. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a radio station I listened to when I lived in Cincinnati and now I do because of Spotify, you can stream all these different people now, which is like kind of like reinventing my childhood all over again. But they're called Jeff and Jen on Q102, right? And they yeah, always say, of- yeah, they're great. I love them. And they, I, what I love about them is that they go, people all the time are like, oh, you don't look like who I thought you looked <laughs> like. And I'm sure a lot of radio personalities get that. But is that something you've ever received?
2: Yeah. And then I feel so bad. <laughs> then people are like, you should be on TV. Like,
0: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like, that's a
2: great compliment. <laughs> it is. But I like what I do. And it just gets... I, and I have friends who are in television and i can't imagine like i did all this this for you like okay. i can't imagine doing this every day <laughs> um and not saying we don't take pictures in the studio or video but it's right. a lot different being in a soundproof booth by yourself than you know like my friends who are news anchors who are in front of the cameras and the lights their whole shift like oh gosh <laughs> i mean i would do it i'm not trying to Put turned on any job opportunities or anything right now, but <laughs> it's
0: like somebody's gonna watch this podcast and be like, you know, I was gonna put Tony Roper as my news anchor, but you know what? She just wants to be by yep. herself in a booth.
1: So <laughs> and She's you know, not that's another
2: <laughs> that's another hard thing from radio to uh, our theater is, um, you know, it's I work with a lot of people. I mean, of course, we have an engineer, we uh, we have all these people, these moving parts, but um, usually it's me, and especially during the pandemic, it is literally me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then so much is on, you know, technology. You're emailing or you're texting. Um, With a play, obviously that can't happen. You guys have to be in a room, the director's there watching you and all that. So um, it's very different in that way.
0: I was about to say too, what's radio been like ever since the pandemic has (sighs) happened? Yeah, I mean, oh. That was a Like sad. where do you want to
2: start? <laughs> so, what's been interesting for me is within I have actually moved markets, moved houses, moved everything during the pandemic. Um so it was different and my my office where I just came from actually moved office buildings during a pandemic. Oh. And we did something very um innovative. We went from more of a traditional space to, I forget what they're called, but like a a WeWorks building where you have multiple offices and multiple space. The sales people can just pick up their laptops, plug in anywhere, that kind of space. Where we have limited studio space instead of every single station and every single person on there having their own studio, we share it with technology. You can log in, change it. It's more of a smaller space. And right when we were moving, I mean, that had nothing to do with the pandemic, but right when we were moving, all this happened. So a lot of people are working from home. A lot of my colleagues and coworkers are in their basement, in their closets and wherever. Um, I don't like being alone that much. (laughs) So I mainly have been going to work this whole time, but I've been, as my company is moving, the only person on my floor, the only person using all these, these studio spaces, I was the only person there. Um, now we don't spend a lot of time together in the same room um, or we're really cautious or we've had it where we're not sure we need to get tested for COVID. So now we're all back to working from home. Yeah. Um, so gosh, it has changed in so many ways. I mean, just adapting. I've been on, I do music stations, but we, we're, we serve the community. So now we're doing news updates at the beginning of how many people are hospitalized in our county, you know? Yeah. We're, we're talking to our local health officials um, and, you know, just stuff that's really important to listeners. Whether you're a music station, a news station, it's kind of changed a little bit of our focus. Um, contesting stopped. I mean, you couldn't, I mean, a lot of concerts, I mean, concerts were a big thing, you know, and, yeah. and music. And you're giving away tickets and all these contests. Well, that, almost ceased to exist for a little bit there. And now we're adapting with virtual. And I was one of those people, gosh, I remember it was in March when all this started happening. I was like, we can still do, we're gonna do an all school prom at the hotel, invite all the kids. And and then, you know, months later I'm like, okay, we're not gonna be able to do it for another year or so. Um, yeah. So just really a lot of adapting, a lot of working from home, um, getting just technology set up so you can do things from home. Because I knew if I, got, if I got COVID and was still able to work, I need everything comfortable at my house that I can still do my job. You know That wasn't really a concern before as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at most companies, a lot of people unfortunately have had to lay off people. So you're doing a lot more uh, job experience. Thus comes in me doing a lot of production right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's so great about you is you are such an asset because you are so well-rounded. So I I understand how, oh, you're very welcome, of course. But I I understand how you feel because it is kind of hard to be, you and I are both very social people. That's why we're friends. That's why we get along. So I'm sure like I, I did the same thing. I think at first we just weren't sure about what was happening. No one really knew. Like we knew that something was going on, but we didn't know the severity necessarily. And then once things started like only 50 people here or like things were shutting down. Then things started getting really serious. So I'm sure like, especially when you're supposed to be an upbeat music station or like something that like, I know what I do. I used to get up a lot earlier for work when I was working at the hotel and I would turn on local radio stations because that's what's on early in the morning. right, And you get to know these people, get to know them in the sense not to be weird. Just, you know, you're like, oh, this is the so-and-so that, you know, yeah, for this, absolutely. you know, whatever. Exactly. So you get to, so it, it was definitely a different dynamic shift like you were talking about where normally you're like, oh, let's, t- let's do second date update and let's see, you know, no one could go out or go on right. a date. So there was none of that. Yeah. And you start hearing, yeah, a lot of serious news stuff, but go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and then it was a
2: balance. I, you know, looking at the comments people write from, you know, different national radio shows and such, people are like, we're tired of hearing about this. But then on the other hand, people want to be informed. They do. You know? Mm -hmm. And then at first, I told myself, I was like, I mean, when I'm talking like the first week or two of this. I was just like, I'm going to make it a plan. I'm not going to talk about COVID at all. (laughs) Right. I'm gonna be the escape that
0: people need. (laughs) Right.
2: But then it was like you can't, and now it's a part of our. It's what we do. I mean, yeah. now we had sponsored elements, like who do you mask for? We're working with you know our local government on, you know, yeah. trying to get people to wear a mask and stay safe and right. and talk about regulations or restaurants and how they're adapting. That's like segments now, like spotlighting businesses and what they're doing different because of COVID. But really, I mean, none of us knew. I mean, I really thought this was gonna be like a two week thing, and we'd be. All, I mean, honestly,
0: <laughs> a lot. No, but in, in all honesty, probably there were some people that did not because we like you know it, it's just more of that you know you're like oh these things are gonna be fine like we're we're gonna be fine mm-hmm. it's no and I in a, in our specific lifetime we never experienced something like a pandemic mm-hmm. and it was always something at least for me and I feel like a lot of people I talk to can relate to that because they understand my positivity. I'm like oh we've got which we do we do have brilliant scientists and brilliant doctors. I'm like this will be settled like this is like. Like the way that people are talking about, that's like something out of a movie or something. Right. Yeah. And then once you start, you're like, oh, wow, we, we really need to stay informed. And what's wonderful, you know, I, and I'll ask your opinion on this too. I, sometimes people are like, oh, we won't need radio anymore. It's dying. It's all this stuff. But I, I feel like, you know, if anything, radio has been such an asset during this time it's been an asset even for me creatively like I've been able to promote this podcast and perform audio shows and think just different things that people since we can't necessarily leave or go see a big show right now Mm -hmm. radio's almost been like kind of a saving grace in that regard to report the news the traffic things that you would already do originally but now it's like okay Tony Roper is going to tell me about how I can uh, keep safe from COVID-19 today and I'm just wondering if that's kind of how you feel at this time as well
2: Absolutely. You know, I I do hear that a lot. I mean, people all the time when they hear what I do, they be like, oh, I don't listen in my car. And (laughs) let's be honest, many people aren't in their cars going to work like they were anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Radio, like again, any industry this year, radio has been adapting for years. And it has to with technology. Um, There are our company, we have radio apps. You can stream us online. Um, and you can listen on your car radio or your house radio, whatever. A lot of times I'm listening on my, my television or on my laptop or even my cell phone, you know, I, I mm-hmm. listen. Um, and the other thing is people forget about local radio. Like you said, and you mentioned some of your favorite shows, you're connecting with a person. Well, you can get on a playlist and I do it too, you know, and get on these different apps, but you're connecting with me. I'm your friend who lives in your neighborhood. Exactly. We're talk- um, we're talking about our community. We're not talking about what's going on in New York and LA, which is fun sometime, but yeah. really you want to know the local stuff. And, and for me, I, um, I live in a smaller market. So where I was in Bloomington Normal, Normal's a township. Um, there isn't a major news network let alone like in St. Louis, there's I think three or four. Um, so literally when there is a storm, when there's stuff going on, even now here in Springfield, if there's a, a boil order, you know, I'm gonna tell you about it. You, I'm I'm your news source for important stuff and entertainment and just to talk about what's, what's going on in our community, you know? It's so important and you, I don't think that can ever be replaced or replicated. Um, and I just, I love, Radio just I think stands the test of time as long as we're able to adapt, which again, every industry is doing it. Technology's changed everything and it's just if you can embrace it.
0: Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying too. So I pay for Spotify premium every month just because eventually you're like, Oh, I wanna listen to my music and this. But that's mm-hmm. like one of the main things I do is I listen to radio stations now because they're like, yeah. Oh yeah, just like download your Spotify or download your app for the radio station. Because if I'm at work, I don't really have access to a real radio. But it's like what you said, I can, like, go on YouTube now or I can, like, go on Spotify. And and that's what you're talking about is the adapting for things. So I think that's awesome that... You know radio is proving to not be necessarily quote-unquote dying as a lot of people tell me all the time Mm -hmm. like which i think is always a really morbid thing to say by the way like i'm always like please it's an old-timey thing to say i'm surprised millennials even say it too i'm like but i i do think it's great that it's it is a little weird i'm sorry i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. go on a rant that's like that's gonna be my casual rant for the day please stop telling me that radio is dying and like
1: Yes. get informed,
0: yes. okay? Like, I don't right, understand right. it. And it's but, so interesting, too, because radio
2: yeah. connects with, I mean, I'm sure all your favorite radio personalities and stations has you know, an Instagram or a Facebook. And then on the mm-hmm. advertiser side, it's just reinforcing it. And we can reach people, like, in different ways. Because like you said, there's these other technology things, but when you're at work, you're you're not doing all those things. But radio, you know, you go into a store, they're playing our station, you yes. know? Yes, and it's just a great way to reach reach your consumers, you know, for advertising radio just reinforces things like other media's can't do, mm-hmm. you know, or even television.
0: Yes. And especially because it's audio and you can stream it. And I mean, either I, I do Mm -hmm. see like, there are some stations, like you said, that do film it too. So you can like look them up on YouTube. But what I'll ask you is, you know, you talked about interviewing, has there been anybody specifically that you enjoyed interviewing during your career or did you just love everybody you've talked to? Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Overall, I
2: love everyone I talk to. It's just always great experiences. Um, Ones that stand out. The first one that comes to mind by default, I got to interview Tamar Braxton years ago, and yeah, and I was so excited because it wasn't. It was supposed to be someone else because I was, you know, still pretty new in my career, and they were like, "I can't do this. I don't have time." And I'm like, "Yes!" And I'm so. I love Tony Braxton, and even as a kid, you know, people be like, "Tony Braxton." Oh, so I 100%. hope I didn't. I, yeah, I hope I didn't offend her, because I, I did totally be like, Tony, Tony, we're like sisters. Um, <laughs> um, Let's see, so honestly, so during the pandemic, I have done more interviews this year because of COVID than I ever have. And right. it's been really connecting with local business owners. And I would have to say, those have been, those really, I mean, I know they're not celebrities, but those have been just the most heartwarming and connecting, and knowing that what I do really makes a difference, yes. and just people just lighting up your life. I mean, there's been so many people I've said, man, when I can when I can come by and shake your hand one day, I will. And one of the questions I've always asked people um, earlier on in the pandemic is, do you do you have a message for the community? And some of them have just, I mean, they're just like air hugs, like through the radio waves, and. You know, we edit audio and you maybe don't hear the whole thing, but to get to talk to some of these people who are adjusting their business, who are your neighbors, I mean, that's the best. That really is the best part of what I do.
0: Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. Like a lot of people always say they're like, what are your favorite interviews for the podcast? And it's just like what you talked about. Like, I feel like there's been so much change with Casually Molly. Just because we're in the pandemic and I finally have Mm -hmm. a little bit more time to focus on changing it and making it a certain avenue. But, like, sometimes sitting down with, like, local comedians or, like, just local businesses in Mm -hmm. your area, you get to know people in your community. They get to know you. And those are the people that are going to share Casually Molly, that are going to rave about it, review about it. And it, Mm -hmm. it just makes you feel so good because you're like, oh, my God. Like... Not that I'm like, try- I mean, I don't feel like I'm making a big difference the same way you are, but I, I just having that personal connection with somebody is always just the best feeling in the world. Like, even if I couldn't like change everything happening right now, at least like I made a connection with one human and that's, that's enough, but I'll make oh. you, uh, you're right. I know it's just so emotional. And, and don't say you're
2: not, you have been very <laughs> inspirational to me. Like yeah. I've seen some of the work, no, seriously, that you've done um, early on, you know, and then now you have your whole like professional <laughs> setup and stuff. And I always said this about you. I'm like, Molly is doing, and that's sometime wow. for me, like I get these grandiose ideas and dreams of what I want to do, but it's like, well, but I don't have a thousand dollars to rent this studio space. I can't buy this $500,000 mic and studio. It doesn't matter to get started, just do. And I've always said, you've always just did and grown so much and have big things coming your way. So I love that. And that's been inspiring. So don't say you're not, cause you are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of lady loving. I love this. Uh, yeah, it was, it was funny. You were actually my second guest with other St. Louis local comedian, Kate Barton, who's a good friend of mine yeah. as well. And I remember I was actually listening to it a little bit while we were sitting, while we were sitting as if you were at work with me. I just pretend because that's what, that's <laughs> what it's like with podcasting. You're listening to somebody right. like, oh, that's right. I'm at work. This, person is not with me right now but I was laughing Mm -hmm. because we were in my loft on my phone and our topic was of course like it should be casually dating (laughs) (laughs) and we were talking about meeting people at the gas station and I can't remember who brought it up but I was just like does that work? And you and Kate were like, oh, we've definitely met people at the gas station. I was like, whoa, oh what? Like, is this? And that's when I was single then too. I was like, Am I missing something here? Is my future husband at the BP or the quick trip and I didn't know about it?
2: Like <laughs> I'm a mess. That was and I have listened to that since it was released. And like I said, it went from your loft on a cell phone. And what's interesting is, you know, some audio snobs. I mean, of course it probably not the best soundproofing and audio quality and all that. No,
0: but it like, wasn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, but but now it's all about content creation, you know, and everyone's, you know doing something and that's more so what was important. And that was a great podcast. You should go back and listen, it's pretty entertaining. I listened to it again, not too long ago. And
0: that's what's so funny too, is like a lot of people right now, because we're in the pandemic, people are using their phones and it's almost becoming like the trend now. So I'm like, was mm-hmm. I on to something? But I was just in a different Ooh, period yeah. of time. But it is funny to listen back to it. Cause obviously no, is the audio quality gonna be as good as you and I right now? Probably not. But mm-hmm. if anybody's like trying to figure out, casually dating in 2020 specifically, and would like to laugh about uh, that, you know, because I know a lot of people right now, they're like, how do we date during 2020? Like, this is difficult as shit, you know, like, right. I, uh, like I, you can just laugh at us. Like, don't worry, you know, your possibilities are endless because Tony and Kate even <laughs> told me you could meet somebody at a gas station. So your future husband or wife or person could just be there and it's okay if you meet them at the pump.
2: Pump it up. And now, (laughs) it's like, don't come near me. If anyone approaches me anywhere in public, I'm just like, even my parents, they try to hug me, and I'm like,
0: coronavirus, I was just in Cincinnati visiting my parents for Thanksgiving because we all tested negative, which was great. So it was nice Mm -hmm. to see them, but, like, they're older, and, like, they haven't – I mean, granted, they wear masks. They haven't really been, Mm -hmm. like – they, would, they don't really go, a lot of parents, older parents are like this, but they don't really go out of their five-minute radius as it is. But like, right. because they don't see me, they don't even think about it. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh, like I don't, I, I tell them it's not because I don't love yeah. you. It's just that I'm trying. And my mom's like, don't worry. We've been good. And I was like, I get it. But like, I'm actually out in the workforce. Like I've been working this mm-hmm. whole time. So I don't want to give anything, especially I don't want to take anything back with me either.
2: Right. So, right. Like, but so my parents... Go ahead. are the opposite oh. and my mom in terms of um I just remember one time so we we I took a test too before I went home for sure. Thanksgiving but I just remember early on my mom was gonna hug me and she usually puts her mask on but she was just one of those I was leaving out early in the morning again and she didn't have anything she put a sock like clean sock <laughs> give me a hug I'm like oh my gosh these are, this is our life now
0: that is I'm serious so- I'm so serious. Like, you know what? Either we look like we're gonna rob a train or rob our laundry. I don't know what it is with people. Like I can't. I oh my god, that is the best. That, <laughs> so, Everyone looks so crazy. Every you know, and we don't even mean to. Like I got. Well, shout out to Abby Eilerman from the Daily Disco. I yeah. got this cute mask, and it says mom nice. on it. And then I got another one that says it's gonna be a holiday mask, and it's a, it's gonna say "I slay." Like, rather oh, than girl. just like, but, you know, it. like, right. So I'm trying to like make it festive. Oh, but this right. is what I was going to tell you, Tony. So, speaking of Tamar, I've actually met Tamar Braxton as well. Yes. Whoa. Probably when you were interviewing her, she was staying at, when I used to work at Hotel Ignacio, they had her in, and like, uh, her team called us and they were like, yeah, Tamar is going to check in and all this stuff. She was oh. so nice to me. Like, her assistants came in. They were like, she's here. So, of course, I'm like, oh, my God, I got to, like, be on the ball, which I would have been anyway, no matter who. Right. Else. But she was so sweet because they, her assistants were like, and you have the suite ready for Tamar, like you do when you're an assistant. And right. And Tamar was the sweetest person. She goes, don't Aww. worry about it. She's like, I'm a normal girl. You just give me a normal room, whatever you have. And I was wow. like, I said, well, you do have the suite, so I'm gonna check you into that if that's okay. And wow,
2: like, that's course. awesome.
0: Yeah, she was great, so it was uh, it was definitely, and of course, like, I wasn't interviewing her, so I couldn't be like, oh, I love your, you know, I love you or anything, Right. You know? I just was like, your room oh. is, you know, on the fifth floor. <laughs> Inside you're like, Right. That's the part, like (laughs) when you, and especially at Hotel Ignacio being in the middle of the city, there were, not Mm -hmm. to be like, there were a ton of celebrities that stayed with us, but every once in a while, like we had Andy Grammer, for instance, he stayed with us. Nicest person too. Yeah. He and his team, again, totally adorable. And like, what I loved about him was that even though he's famous, he wasn't like, Oh, you know, like I'm famous. Everybody get excited for me. Like he just sat in the lobby like you do as a normal human being waiting for right. his ride. And it was funny because my friend Tina was like, he is so cute and so nice. It, like it, what kind of music? I was like, Tina, Google Andy Grammar. And she's like, oh my God, that's who I spoke to. <laughs> like what?
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> and honestly, I have found most of the people I have met, you know, these celebrities. stuff most people are like that. Yeah. Most most most. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I I just always even though I like I'm a pretty positive, I always like assume the worst. I'm like, well maybe oh. I don't know, especially when you work at a hotel, you just assume the worst with everybody. <laughs> no, it's just a, So when somebody is nice, you know, you're like, "Oh, okay, this is great." But it was funny you mentioned Tamar cuz I was like, "Oh, I've actually met her too." That's a That's really so small funny. It probably town. was the same time. Yeah. It probably, it
2: was. <laughs> Can't well, thanks, Tamar,
0: for being awesome. That's really great. Yeah. Thank you, Andy Grammer. Shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I would, I'll say, too, yeah, so that's great. But, uh, you know, you know, radio can sometimes be live. I mean, I guess maybe I'm sure there's times where you have to pre-record some things, and that's cool, too. But uh, was there any time where something was live and went wrong and you had to figure it out? Because I'm sure you probably would keep something cool, calm, and collected, unless you're perfect and you've done everything's just been good for
2: you <laughs> <laughs> <I try> this, <laughs> like, and that might not get me in trouble right um <laughs> so actually i'm really lucky minus because of coronavirus and i gotta record at home i'm live five days a week i am so lucky and that is not typical i don't think for radio yeah. anymore mm-hmm. um and i love it um usually it's something like oh the mic wasn't on and like i start talking i know that's boring stuff no one wants to hear that That
0: happens though that totally happens
2: yeah (laughs) or you just say stuff you just say the wrong
0: stuff i'm trying to gosh that's okay i mean there was something it's kind of nice that you're stumbling on trying to find something wrong, which means like, that's why you've been hired because you're doing everything right. But I mean, or, it does happen. <laughs> yeah. Or I put
2: it out of my mind or, I, oh, I know a good one. Oh, this is good. So <laughs> I can't, I can't think of what it was. It was something like this day in history, a big fight, like a big, um, wrestling match or something. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about it, but honestly, it wasn't something I knew, it was because I researched it, I knew. And so I'm looking at it, I had my notes written down on the screen, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, it was like a Vander Holyfield versus someone, I've heard of these people, but I'm I'm not the biggest sports person. Yeah. And then I, but I like Vegas, and I know a lot of people go to Vegas for like um, boxing matches and stuff. So I mentioned, I was like, oh yeah, this, you know, people go to Vegas for these big matches and all this stuff for boxing and blah, blah, blah. I was talking about two wrestlers you know or something like that or vice versa (laughs) and um you know my mom my my mom's my biggest fan and she called me out on that she's like yeah that's not even the right sport you know i'm like dang but that's kind of the fun of like people know my personality i don't claim to be like a big sports guru and i think it's more fun i mean hopefully it's more relatable you know women are like I mean, someone's gonna call me by and say, wow, she's so dumb. But then on the other hand, someone's like, I get it. My husband's always like, who? Mike Tyson, what? You know? Um <laughs> so that was that was pretty, that was pretty bad. And there's nothing you can do. I mean, I have, d- depending on where I'm at in my show or my day, I have, you know, you can go back on and be like, oops, I goofed, or you don't. <laughs>
0: Sometimes but that, that was, happens though. Yeah. I I was actually listening. There was a gal that I. She's a local. Again, great interview. Love her. Her name is Tina D Ball. She's fantastic. You might have seen her probably perform here when you came to one of my shows. But we were talking oh comedian about oh saw. yeah comedian yeah she's fan. If you saw her, you would trust me. You would know who she was, but. We had a great interview. She was fantastic. But we were laughing about, like, our hair, you know, being from certain backgrounds because she's Russian. I'm Italian. And I brought up – I meant to say Goodfellas, but I said The Godfather, and I named a different actor. And I still am, like, kicking myself in the ass because I can't go back and be like, oh, sorry, by the way, um, when I was talking to Tina, I said the wrong movie because, like – Nobody gives yeah. a shit. Like it's a, you know, right. at the same time. Yeah, you did it. And I'm like, well, at least we sounded good. Saying right. the wrong thing. Exactly. I mean, like we just went through it, and she didn't care. Obviously, like we were, we were still going back and forth, and it was fine. But I thought about that later when I listened to it. I was like, oh, oh shoot. And I also was just getting over the flu, and I said, oh, I said the movie just with the wrong G. <laughs> like I was like, Goodfellas, The Godfather. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, so that's that's usually the extent of it. I mean, sometimes some technical stuff, it's boring stuff like the music was too quiet underneath, you know. But I want to talk happens. about
0: that Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> but it's also exciting. I mean, and I know I'm a nerd and I listen to the radio for different things, but like I can tell when a show is live, you know, because you hear those stumbles or those mistakes or like, oh hey, you know, producer can't turn the mic's not up, you know. And you hear those <laughs> things that just make it more Real, you know, it's a live show. Cause even with the, the big wigs, it happens.
0: Yeah. You know? I like personally love when something's live, like obviously like pre recorded is fine too, but when it's something's live and you're listening to it, like, especially when I have to make long journeys, like back to Cincinnati or drive somewhere, mm-hmm. it's so much more exciting. Cause you're like, I'm a part of it. And it's like, it entertains you. Cause you're yeah. like, what's going to happen next. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> And I, I can't say this for everybody. I would say most probably entertainers. There's a different energy. I mean, again, not you don't have the audience right there, but I definitely. I mean, I think I'm pretty good taped and live, but um, good there's definitely a difference. <laughs> Thank you, but there. And others have said it. I'm not just you know, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but there's there's definitely a difference, and it's an excitement too. Yes. I mean, I would say when I first started, it's it's a terror, it's a fear <laughs> that what I say right now you're going to hear in real time. What if I mess up? And then, you know, you learn, I guess like anything, even with like acting, you have different crutches. So right now I'm on mid days, which starts at 10 AM. So I used to say, if I blah, 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 I'd be like, oh my God, and I'm not even drunk or I haven't even been drinking. That joke doesn't really work at 10 o'clock in the morning as well. Right. <laughs> but you, you learn different crutches or like I'll just, If I get the song name wrong, I'm just like, oh, I meant, I'm like, I'm just so excited, I just love Bruno Mars. Or, you know, you just find ways to play with it. Yeah, And just like being, you you do stand up, you know, you just find ways to keep going. The show keeps moving.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's for see. That's exactly how I feel. But it's true. You do have like some crutches, and you're like, oh, that, that's that's hilarious. Though I can't say this at 10 a.m. But yeah. I guess during the pandemic, maybe you can because some right, are right, yeah, that. and for different audiences and <laughs> right. you know. But you find like, and then you don't want it
2: to be. It is a crutch, but you don't want it to come off as a crutch. That so use it like you can't use it like every week, but no. you know, yeah, now and then. I'm I like, feel oh. you. I was thinking of another radio faux pas, I guess you'll call, that I had. This one I think is pretty funny. Do you remember the song, now I can't, is it Florence and the Machine, uh, Such Sweet Nothings?
0: Maybe.
2: Sweet nothing, sweet nothing. It's like an EDM? Um, Yes. Okay. I mean, it's like (laughs) 10 years old or something, but I remember I was announcing it and I was like, here's Such Sweet Nothings. I was like, I don't know why they call it like that. It totally should be sexy heaven. You know, and I played the song. Realized, well, it's because she sang sweet knuck things. Duh, that's the name, why it's the name of the song. I swore she was saying, I'm living on sexy heaven. And that's totally not what she's saying. But the way I said it on air was like so matter of fact, like, this is stupid. Why would they come up with this name, this song? Embarrassing. And at that time, that was like, you know, Billboard Top 100 hit song. We were playing it all the time. And it's kind of like, now I'm getting really away off subject, the TI song, You Can Have Whatever You Like. Yeah, I always thought he was saying, you know, he's talking about this lavish lifestyle, right? I always thought he was saying snacks on deck. Like, girl, you, you want some peanuts? You want, you know, twinklers. <laughs> I got you, whatever you want. He's saying stacks, you know, I'm snacks. Like, now that I never said on air, thank yeah. goodness. <laughs> Someone had to correct me in real life. It was just as embarrassing. I thought it was funny. Oh, my
0: God. That is like, (laughs) I'm like trying to be composed, but that's like the best thing. Snacks on deck. You know what? That is such a turn on if somebody tells me snacks on deck. Right.
2: I I just imagine I'm on this yacht and there's like, and then crab legs and stuff going by. That's good. I mean, I'll take the snacks of money too, but I was excited about the snacks.
0: Can we have both stacks? I feel feel like that should be thrown into both that. You can have whatever you like. (laughs) Yes. You can have whatever you like, you know? And it's not good if I
2: don't have good snacks. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's the best thing. I love your like. I'm glad I didn't say that on radio, but I so wish that you did because what you were saying about you're like, maybe people can relate. Everybody yeah. of every age, gender, personality they're gonna be able to relate to snacks on decks. So. yeah, because when I'm on
2: my yacht, my that private <laughs> yacht that my TI' taking me on, I expect her to be good food. I
0: yeah. also love this is what I love about you, Tony is that like like when I think of snacks, I'm like, oh just like you know my variety pack and you're like, girl, we're gonna be on a yacht. Uh, with crab legs, <laughs> like you bring me to a whole new level. And I'm like, I got to get up there with Tony. I got to get on this <laughs> <Like, laughs> Well, the whole song, I mean,
2: I can't of all the words to it. But he's talking about this lavish lifestyle. So that's where you got to go with it.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and now look exactly. And then you can finally have that live radio show you always wanted on the lavish yacht. Just being like, hey, here I am. Awesome. Snacks on deck. This is Tony Rover coming at you live. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? first, it's kind
2: of embarrassing. I should have said earlier, when you said live radio... Here's my theater mind. I go back to, I was thinking like the old time radio shows where they're like, and someone's drinking water. Go, go, go. And the school (laughs) bell rings. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Which I think would be cool too. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, we never experienced this in our life, but you remember your great grandparents talked about it? I don't know. You
0: know, so Shirley Temple, (laughs) because I used to watch her all the time growing up. Yeah. She had some kind of like, it was like Shirley Temple shorts. And there was a... a guy that was trying to was like the teacher in the town, and he was in love with Shirley Temple. Was one of the students, obviously, and she was trying to like kind of bring these two people together. Okay,
2: he wasn't. The teacher wasn't in love with the student. Because that sounds like a whole other. No. That. Oh god.
0: No. Oh no. 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 Whole other story that you can find probably on Hulu or FX. But like this was. This was. She was like trying to get these two people together, and this guy was in love with this woman who ran a donut shop because she had snacks on deck, which made sense. (laughs) So, and it was called Dora's Dunkin' Donuts. And I remember what they did was he was like to win this woman's heart over. He did exactly what you were talking about. It was in a radio station and they were like, and live, you know, like the same like old timey, like 1920s, like voice, like, or whenever this movie was made, if it wasn't in the 20s, I apologize, because I bet you some historian's going to come <laughs> so to me. Yeah, who knows? Like, they're going to be like, Shirley Temple, and I'll be like, all right, I'm sorry, I was young when I watched this. Disclaimer. So, right, disclaimer, I was young, okay? <laughs> so anyway, the um, they're like on the radio, and they're like, coming to you, it's going to be uh, so-and-so with the high school band, and he like directed the whole thing, and it, like I don't oh. know, yeah, he like played this song, and it was like, Dora's Dunkin' Donuts, they're the best in the land. And then people are like, or something. Yeah. (laughs) So it's exactly what you were talking about. So who knows? I I feel like, you know, theater companies are starting to do that too. Like I've heard a lot of people Mm -hmm. either pre recorded, and I'm trying to get into that too, is to have. Even though people can't see shows like now, you know, what if they listen to one of my actors or one of my friends read something? So y- you're not wrong. Maybe at some point that's going to be a new fad. <laughs> until bringing things back, good. I mean, what's old is new,
2: always. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's, is it our town? They do that, the live sound effects and yeah. stuff. And the horse. <laughs> click, 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 and walk walk into the room and you take the shoes, you know, I, yes. think, I think it's just, it's very creative. It's definitely sound artist.
0: I agree. Know? Absolutely. Well, Speaking yeah. of creative, I'll touch on this too. You know, you, you were saying you do a lot of production, which I'm sure takes a lot of creativity. Um, why don't you kind of describe like from the production side, how you have to kind of curate everything to bring everything together? <laughs>
2: Okay, so right now what I do a lot in radio is actually commercials or spec spots um, which are maybe go to a client and say, you should have a radio commercial. This is what it might sound like. So a lot of what I do is there's a short turnaround window for a lot of this um, and it works with a lot of people. There's a salesperson who talks with the client what they what story they want to tell and usually, usually a 30-second commercial. Um, and then now, this hasn't always been the case, but as you know, people have small staffs, I usually voice it. And then, so literally me recording it, and then either I get music, I find what I think will work for the client based on past what they've done, or I, you know, or they might give me something. They might have a produced piece with a jingle and you put it all together, you edit it, um, make your voice sound bright and great. And then you send it back to the salesperson and then they take it to the client. The client might love it, hopefully. They might wanna change one word. Maybe they wrote it wrong. Sometimes we write for them. Um, So it's not,
0: I don't think it's exciting as it seems. No, that's fantastic.
2: Well, I will say, sometimes we do creative pieces. Like right now, what I was working on before I talked to you is we're doing a Santa show on the radio station where literally I get to talk to the big man. I get to, we have kids in the neighborhood, neighborhood, in the community, (laughs) write their (laughs) emails to Santa. And I give them to Santa so he can respond to the kids. Um, and then putting all that together with the sound effects. And I play when I say I'm Santy's helper. I can't oh. say it. Santa's helper. Santa's um, helper. So, yeah, I know. I do like that Santy, Santy baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, <and> like, <laughs> but to change my voice, you know, some things we do, you can, you know, it depends if I'm doing maybe a. I I don't know, something they want a more mature voice or something serious, I might use a lower tone versus if I'm supposed to be young and really exciting or it's a sale, you know? I didn't even think um, of that, yeah. Yeah, but then sometimes it's in production as well. I mean, playing with pitch and tone. So sometimes we get to do fun stuff like that. Around Halloween, there was a few, you know, fun pieces. um, You know, or, you know, their political campaigns, we did those too, you know, and that's a little more serious tone, a different tone, or you change your voice because you don't want anyone to know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it just depends on, you know, what it calls for. And sometimes, um, especially female voices are a hot commodity. There's not enough women in this business. So a lot of times, um, you're doing multiple spots, multiple clients, and you don't want so it to sound sorry. like, I know. <laughs> <It's
0: a good laughs> For those of you who are listening on the audio, I'm trying to listen to Tony while she's talking about a very important topic. And I went That's to go pick so up funny. my water and the coaster got stuck to it and fell casually, Molly, everybody, but go ahead. So you're women in the, the, the industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's not, so sometimes, you know, you don't want to sound,
2: I mean, the word, and again, I don't know if people hear this or just me cuz I'm a nerd with radio but you don't want every spot you don't want to listen to commercials and be like isn't this the last per- the same person who just did the other stuff so you want to you know keep it fresh and something you know new for the the client and for the listener so it is some you know I guess voice artistry and i would say the challenging thing in terms of creativity is making it all work because you have a 30 second spot a lot of people don't know like it it can't be like, oh, well, let's just do 38 seconds because we want to. No, we can't, because it's gonna throw off when we do our syndicated show or something, you know? It's gonna throw off the timing of the show. That's like on TV. It's a 60-minute sitcom, period, <laughs> Right. you know? You can't say, well, we're gonna do longer because we feel like it today, no. Um, so how can you get everything in? How are your your breaths and all that? Your breathing from your diaphragm and, oh, you know, it's just a lot of that and, and making it work. And some of it is through editing. Yeah, you know, um, playing with pitch and speed and timing. But really, it's just making your voice sound bright and to come through that music that might be playing underneath and picking the right stuff, you know, it, it has to go with it. It's not really distracting. When you listen to a commercial, it's not the same as listening to your favorite song on the radio. Right. You hopefully don't even really notice it. It's just a pleasant background, that elevator music, you know.
0: Yes. Well, you have a great voice. Like, that's why I'm so excited about this interview too. Obviously, so excited well, to see you. But even when hey, you talked to me, when we, last time I think I saw you, you and I and Bridget went to Katie's Pizza and we sat on the patio and uh, I was just like, she has a great voice for radio. <laughs> thanks. But hey, if you ever want to do TV, I'll vouch for you on that too. You look thanks. great. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done little
2: TV stuff here and there, yes. just never like, you know, consistent as a, a regular gig. That's but- okay. No, and i I appreciate that because I just, it's hard to believe. I mean, I can just think about maybe like 18 years ago, I would be, people would be like, you sound like on radio, you have a good voice to radio. And I would just be like, I wish, like roll your <laughs> eyes, like, okay. And now this is what I'm so blessed to do mm. all the time. I mean, literally now, mainly because of the pandemic, I'm on the air seven days a week and I, I don't take it for granted. I'm really happy about it. And I love what I do and I just wish I just wish every boy and girl and man and woman and child could um, you know, do something that just comes so naturally that they love, that's fun, that they're passionate about. Because me, it's just like us talking now, that's what I do on my live yes. show. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the same,
0: except yes. they don't talk
2: back. <laughs>
0: they don't ask questions. I
2: just get to go. No,
0: You're just like, I get... well, that's what I'm here for. We got to showcase you, which is great. And I love what you were like, I know this isn't exciting, but everything you're talking about is seriously so exciting to me. And I know that listeners will feel the same way. Well, because it's so easy for people like me just to like, like I said, like when I would get up early in the morning, I would turn on like, I mean, I would open up Spotify. I would listen to some local radio stations, kind of hear what you know people have going on. Um, you know, it's so easy just to hear. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, these people are so talented and it's so great to, you know, have that. But, you know, especially, I know you probably highlighted this, but I'll bring this back around because this is going to go into my next question. You, you, to feel, to be on the radio, you know, people have to feel like, you know, you're, you're their friend and you can relate to them. And not even if you do the same thing, but it's just like what you said, like you're part of the community. So, The fact that you're able, again, to like touch people like that and be like, hey, I'm just like you, I'm in this community, we're in this together, especially, you know, I always struggle a little bit, even though I have this on my YouTube page, not to go on a rant here, but I'm like don't worry we're casually in this together and it, it's fine but especially now when you know we're trying to connect with people but we can't we need bright and vibrant personalities like you who are you know keeping us connected keeping us informed i'm sure i said this earlier but i wanted to reiterate that again and just the fact that you have a personality that you know your resume speaks for itself, that people keep hiring and keep wanting it around, that just speaks for you as a person and the work ethic you have and the character you have. So, I I hope. Thank that, you. Oh my gosh, yeah. Obviously, I hope to see you soon, but I know we've got a, a strange time going on. But what I'll ask you, yeah. speaking of, you know, you've got this resume, you're doing what you love, you clearly are super happy. What advice would you give to people who were maybe in your position? such and such years ago, uh, that are interested in pursuing your field or just in general for this time?
2: Ooh, that is a great question, and I would have answered it so much differently in February. Yes. You know? Honestly, this, and this is advice I have given someone this year. Right now, it, it is good. You, you do need to have a passion. You do need to have dreams, you know, and goals. But at this time in our world, you also have to be realistic. And you all, and someone told this to me, too, because I it was a leap of faith with me moving and things weren't, you know, 100% in place. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and someone gave me this advice, too. You, you got to pay your bills and you got to feed yourself, you know, no matter what. And sometimes your, your dreams don't work totally into that or what's the most fun. Um, so be realistic with yourself at this time period. So, if that means, I mean, yeah, maybe we're going to have a great media internship, but that really doesn't go with your rent right now and your other job laid you off because of the pandemic, you got to do what you have to do. Don't, don't starve, don't uh, go in debt at this point for your, your dream. This is not the time probably to do that. And if you're blessed that maybe, you know, someone's helping you out, but also take sacrifice. I mean, I was an adult and I think this is more common now that adults who aren't, married, who even have a college degree, that you you live at home with your parents. And look at that. And I, I also say, look at the silver lining in things. Like, I, I think back now, the time that I was a grown woman <laughs> living <laughs> with my parents, um, was a blessed time to get to know them in that way, to not have to pay rent, to not have to buy food, um, o- allowed me to um, have my dreams now. Um, the other thing I will say is, most of my friends in this industry, they're not gonna tell you like, oh, I graduated with my communication or theater degree or whatever. And now at 21, I make 90,000 a year. No, that is not the reality. So also be realistic. And know a lot of us have sacrificed a lot. And another great piece of advice someone gave me, there's a difference between um, working hard and, learning and growing and doing everything and being taken advantage of. And it's great. There's a lot of gray area, but try to keep that in mind and find that balance, um, which is so hard, but take opportunities yeah. that aren't taking advantage of you, but no, you will work hard. There will be late nights, um, but if you're passionate about it, it's worth it. And for me, and what, what makes this feel hard, too, is many people would do it for free and I would and have close to <laughs> early in my life um, because it's fun and I like it, but a lot of people want it just as bad as you. And there's not a lot of opportunity right now. And also my suggestion would be kind of how I started, um, take any opportunity that is given. To be honest, when I was given the opportunity to be in radio promotions, I didn't want to be in radio promotions. I had just graduated from a St. Louis university. I had a degree. I wanted to do all this and thought I was, you know, that, that would have been the worst mistake I ever would have made, you know? Um, so take any opportunity, even if it's not exactly what you want to do. It's a foot in the door and it's hard to get, it's hard to wedge your foot through those doors because most of them are locked and you need a key card to get in. So if someone's going to give you that, <laughs> take it. But no, you might have to work your other full time job. I mean, there were times when I was literally, now I'm on my soapbox. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, I love this. This is great. Yeah. Keep it. But I mean, I felt like, yeah, it was like two full time jobs. I would work my great job that was paying for my car, paying for where I live. And then, okay, well, all night I'm going to spend working on my craft and my dream. Thank goodness I'm not doing that at the moment. But it, that's what got me where I'm at. And yes. sometimes, I mean, and it was hard. Like, I, it wasn't sustainable for a life, no. But for a short period to push, sometimes you gotta push. And right now, if someone's gonna give you that opportunity, go for it, take it. Um, but again, just and it's not easy. I wish I could tell someone it's like this line. Just know when it's your time to say, you know, this isn't working for me, or you know, I I, I do need to make ten thousand dollars more this year to be able to take care of my household needs. You know, be honest with yourself and your talent as well. People, and and that's a hard one, too, because there are haters out there (laughs) or who want what you want and trying to claw you down. But then some people be honest and maybe you're not as talented in some areas and you have to invest in yourself. But it's hard to invest in yourself when you're not making, getting compensated for what you're doing. Um, So, again, that's a balance, you know, keep learning and educating uh, yourself, Um, but also eventually you want to make
0: a little money. Yeah. No, I think that's real talk too. And that's why I always ask that question because I feel like a lot of times when you ask a question like that, at least for me, like people are always like, what's your advice for producing a podcast? And you know, I haven't really doing; I've only been doing this for like a year and a half, almost two years, but mm-hmm. I, I always like tell people, you know, like it's not going to be a perfect line. Like you knew, you knew right. how, exactly how I started. I was like, "Hey Tony, are you available? I haven't seen you in a minute." Do you, which is exactly what I did tonight. So clearly, I haven't changed. <laughs> well.
2: You have whatever.
0: <laughs> but you know, it's me. Uh, you know, it's just you, and I love you. But yeah. I. It's, it's interesting to me, you have to do exactly that extra push. And for people, a lot of people who listen to this podcast are majority wise, like in the arts or comedy or mm-hmm. entertainment musicians. Um, there is always, and again, it's such a cliche word to use, and eventually I'll find a good vernacular, you know, word for it. But, you know, there is always that hustle. And I was just talking mm-hmm. about this actually last week with my other guest, I get so tired of people telling me, like, if they see me doing all these things, like not everybody, it's just, you know, but there is always a few and you're like, basically people are saying this, you know, but, um, you know, I'll share this podcast on Facebook and, you know, I'll do shows or I'll do a zoom or I'll write a play or I'll do something. And, you know, I have a day job too, just like everybody else does, but, um, a lot of people, it always, always frustrates me when people are like, you know, you need to take some time for yourself and like, you need Mm. to like slow down. Like this is like fun work for me. Like I enjoy, Mm. well, I enjoy going to my day job. I do like where I work, but my day job allows me to do my craft and do what I want to do. And I am more than willing to put all the time in the world to putting my day job in and then also doing my craft if it is fulfilling for me and it makes me happy. So it's not because I'm trying to be like, oh, look at all the things like I'm doing. And I'm, you know, cause a lot of people also just <laughs> love to brag about being busy. Like, oh, I'm just so exhausted. Like, yeah. I, I'm really not. <laughs> like, you know what I, you know how I'm, you know the people right. I'm talking about. They're like, oh, I'm just so tired. And look at all the things I'm doing. And it's just <laughs> a lot. Oh, like I hate yeah. those people. They're so annoying to me because I'm <laughs> like, then what the fuck are you doing? And I hate to like, I, I don't really cuss a lot on here, but I just, I don't understand. And I don't get it. I'm like, what is the point then? If like you were that miserable, then stop. But right. I am. I am not miserable. In fact, like, there's almost like, even though, like, exactly, like, if you hadn't pushed yourself and had worked as hard as you did, you wouldn't be comfortably sitting in front of your fireplace mantle, <laughs> doing, like. And that's so true. <laughs> it's so true. And Molly, another thing I will say about that is you have
2: to. There's a lot of sacrifice, but you have mm-hmm. to know what. What you have to have in life, and what yes. you can give up. Yes. And I suggest, yes. especially for younger folks, like mm-hmm. save your money. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's, gosh, even when I was in school, um, an actor told me that, like a professional actor, they said, um, you know, in the, in these entertainment type fields, one day you're going to get a really nice check, and then maybe for a whole year you might get nothing. Yes. Um, so to be able to balance that out, like you'll learn. Like for me gotta have the nails done. Like I, I almost like. We all
0: have our thing. We all have our yeah. thing. It's okay. <laughs> and so that comes
2: out too, you know, a little bit every month, you know, that could, but, um, but there's other things. Okay. Well, different things like with my hair, I can find out, or maybe, you know, you well, a little cousin who will do that for you. Or do you have to have the most expensive makeup? For foundation I do. But um <laughs> but certain things, okay, then I buy cheap lipstick. I don't know. Like you find ways, or like for me, where I where I live, I love I love my house. And that was a little bit more of an investment for me. Um, but that was important to me being away from my family. I didn't want to come home every day, like, here I am alone in a new city. No, I wanted to feel like for it to wrap its arms around me when it comes in. So that was something. That I was like, okay, can I cut somewhere else to add to this pot? Yeah, you know. Um, but like I said, you gotta, you gotta pay your bills, and you should be genuinely overall happy. There are those moments. Everyone has those moments. in like COVID, no one expected this. A lot of people lost their job. But um, someone asked me earlier this year, like, "Oh my gosh, I don't have a job. I don't know how to do this." And I'm like, "Hmm, Walmart, Target, all these." I'm like, again. Was that their ideal? Is that what they want to do? But I'm like, if you're yeah. telling me you need, you know, a few hundred more dollars in the next like month, well, that's the option that's gonna get you that. I mean, mm-hmm. y- we make choices and we make sacrifices, but if that's not something you're willing to do, well, well, that's fine. But mm-hmm. you gotta understand and and find ways because there's someone else who's been creative and working hard and finding that way and will do what you won't. You yeah. Know?
0: Yeah, and it's just you know it's been like I said it's been like such a journey. I hate to be like it's been such a journey during this time, but it really has. Like people are trying to like Mm -hmm. figure things out, and like 2020 has been such a year. I almost forgot. So (laughs) my birthday was the day after election day when we still didn't know who was president. Oh, nice! That's exciting. That that right? Yeah, so (laughs) exciting. So it was like so stressful because people were like happy birthday, and I had to remember. I was like, you know what? Like that is so sweet that people are taking the time out of their day to like. Like, wish me a happy 30th birthday, even though we're stressed out. So even with, like, all the, like, the little things, and you're totally right with, like, monetary things, it's just, it's amazing how, what I will end on a positive note here, it's amazing how people have come together to try to make things work, trying to help other people, trying to help essential workers right now, which, like, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this, if you're an essential worker, I am too, but I'm not, like, I'm like putting people in apartments for a living. I'm not like saving people's lives. So it's like There's different kind of insane. essential workers. I'm you know? essential. But in a <laughs> different essential. way, yeah. I'm yes. not in a hospital, but finally I am essential to somebody. Yeah. But I uh it's just amazing to see how people come together. And I, that's what I love about this podcast is each week, like, even if I have some cancellations or I have to like, you know, revamp my plan, it's okay. Because at the end of the day, what I always have to remember is that like, you know, I get to connect with somebody for like an hour or so. Mm -hmm. And now we got to talk and that was fantastic. Exactly.
2: Exactly. And you know, I've gotten, the thing I love about a live show is that people can call in, call in during the day. I'll answer, you know, unless I'm doing something. And, um, it's amazing. There's this woman who's called me a couple times and oh, wow. like she's even, we cried together on the phone. I pray for her, Aww. like you just, and I've never met her. Yeah, And I mean, but we, we talk every day, so to speak. We, you know, connect in that way. And you just, you don't even know. I mean, in anything you do, not just in an entertainment field, but you really, especially since we have a little larger reach, you really don't know how you affect people
0: and yeah. inspire
2: people like you do. And some you may never know about, but just know you do. And that's amazing. Yeah
0: yes absolutely well this was lovely thank you so much Joni, for coming and joining me i love uh, that i got to course. see your house a little bit <laughs>
2: no i love it got a little little christmas i don't have my christmas tree up, but my i don't even want to say it poinsettia poinsettia,
0: that's... poinsettia something like that yeah. yeah
2: that's another thing i i on air i'm like mmm. but yes thank you i i love it i i I love it here. I love St. Louis. I miss St. Louis, but um, Central Illinois has been really good to me. (laughs) Yes. Um, And it's beautiful here. So So thank you. Thank you for coming in to my living room.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Thank you for joining us here at the studio. Why don't you tell us too, for any fans that have listened to this and they're like, what a fun personality, uh, social media wise, or just like where you, like the station that we should listen to you on. uh, Why don't you just tell us where we can find you?
2: Sure. On um, Facebook, just search Tony. T-O-N-E-E is how I spell it, being extra, on stage. And then on Instagram and Twitter, just Tony. I'm Tony Roper, T-O-N-E-E-R-O-P-E-R. And my I'm on, you know, like I said, a number of different stages. But my my main boo is uh, 99.7 The Mix in Springfield, Illinois. And I will tell you, my parents, I was just home for Thanksgiving for a few days. My mom's always listening from St. Louis. You can stream us live, 99.7themix.com. And there is a a radio app as well. Um, But if you follow me on the social media, I'll get you to the other stations. 99.7 The Mix, we play a lot of, it's 90s 2K and today. So mainly a a top 40 popular music station, but I'm on three other hip hop stations. So I got something for everybody. Don't worry. I got you. That's
0: what I love about you. You just got something for everyone. You just relate to everybody and it's fantastic. Definitely. I Um,
2: love it. I love music. That's what it is. I love music and I love people, so made
0: it easy. She does. And then one last thing. Speaking of your family, and I've met them, they're super nice. I met them at Shake Shack, which yes. was, yes, for your birthday. You were like, we're birthday. going to Shake Shack. Oh. And I was like, all right, I'll be there. I think I just had to work yes. and then I swung on over afterwards. Uh, so awesome. why don't you tell us a little bit about the family business here, the uh, Roper's oh, Ribs.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my, and actually that's kind of what connected me to the restaurant. Someone who ordered some food once <laughs> is how I got on the radio, really. Um, Use those connections, but um, my—I always tell people I've done retail, radio, and restaurant business. My um, parents' restaurant, R's. Roper's Ribs. Yeah, mm-hmm. the three R's is my thing. Roper's Ribs in St. Louis. Um, I wanted—I believe this is our 27th year in business. So that's been—you know—since like second grade. It's been great, and they have—and I don't say this. I mean, you can go try it. It's, if you don't believe me, but it is—it is the best. I mean, we've gone to Memphis and different places. I mean, it's really good. I ate a lot of ribs over Thanksgiving, like <laughs> the turkey. I don't get this too often. But, yes, the um, smoked meat. I also love the briskets. My favorite. Ooh. But they're in North County at the corner of Jennings Station Road and West Florissant, right off of Highway 70. Only about, gosh, less than five wow. minutes. About okay, ten so minutes from downtown. Are. Mm-hmm. yeah about 10 minutes from the airport so a lot of people just get off the plane and well when we were traveling you know <laughs> or when people are going to Cardinals games we'll come straight to the restaurant nice. and um, we should be shipping very soon like this this year 20 in 2020 we will be shipping some ribs um so that will be a thing go to ropersribs.com. and again they're on all the socials um right. but that has that has been that has been my rock I will never you know, Sometimes people don't wanna say, you know, where they came from, what their parents do, but that restaurant has given me my all and I'm, I'm so proud of my parents and especially you see during a pandemic to stay in business and to do it right. for that long, restaurant business in general is like this. So I'm, I'm very proud of them and I am grateful they have allowed me to connect and meet people and do what I do. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, Thank I'll you definitely for give them a
0: call. Uh, yeah, now I'm hungry. So who knows what's going to happen after this? <laughs> People like... Like I'm just sitting here eating ribs every day and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's what I, you know, maybe that's what I'll do. But what are you, what I always ask at the end of each podcast, what are you going to casually do now, now that our interview is over?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um. gosh, I'm going to casually. this is so a millennial thing. I'm going to casually see all the, the. Calls and maybe some dating app misses. I got all right, okay, (laughs) you know, some social and um, yeah, was there something else work wise? And I think there's something I need to do for work, I'm sure. I think I'm sure. I love that we got our dating life
0: in check, but there's just like something we've got going on for work, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I said I said an alarm
2: and it went off and I was like, oh, I had to do something by a certain time, and I don't remember what it was. Work related, work related. Because right. it's fun. Always went. I'm gonna casually keep working. Casually I love what keep I
0: working, keep dating. All right, Tony. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And the song that you're about to hear is sorry, not sorry, by Bates, our local STL rapper. Have a good one, Tony. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's true. It true. What's understood don't even have to be explained, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love y'all.
1: Trying to find peace, been yeah. through a lot, guess I expected too much A uh, cruel world tells you your best is less and it's never enough uh, I think I lost a couple yeah. homies, cause they ain't acting the same mm-hmm. Unpacking my shame, while standing in the dirt on my name uh, A soul uh, bruised, being abused, I kept it quiet and sunk okay. Nobody heard me yell for help, but I screamed the top of my lungs What's Tickle disappeared this? on a nigga, then freaky called and hung up Started to think that yeah. if I sink, my uh, niggas won't give a uh, fuck Like where my niggas when I'm home Trying to crash for a night. That's sure, like, what night, my niggas when I break down crying about losing my wife. About losing just my white things the people never seen uh, stacking up on me. And that yeah. was picked up by the ones Some say was barely my niggas homies. Barely I my guess homies. I'm bothered by the fact that I had to leave all your yeah. own yeah. just to find yeah. peace. And that my homies will let me do it alone. I talk to niggas every day uh, until I got with this woman. Okay. I'm blindsided by a dog because I never saw the shit coming. Damn, that shit hurt. I don't know what's worse. To yeah. i want to I wanted to scream, but nothing was stirred but this walls. But I just left a lot of shit that never got a resolve. Okay. I love my niggas, so I'm still gonna be right there when they call. What in God trying hey. to get through to me? Mix signals keep confusing me. Oh. They're checking for your girl, but I ain't ready for them choosing no me. Just could have ended beautiful. Could've went about it suitably. But soon you'll see, they'll do some things you'll do to me. you yeah, shame And everybody cool with it. I guess they yeah. say it's yeah. hard now. Yeah. I lost the light inside my eyes. I yeah, I was in pure shot. Imagine everything you love cruising 1st then yeah. hit a horse. Yeah, I was angry. Like the whole walker suck a dick. Yeah, I'm talking all. Yeah, like, why I gotta lose it all again? Just regain from the fall. Like, why I gotta be the chosen why? one? Guess I was mad at God. Why? Mad that I lost. Again. Oh. Mad that I raised another kid. Damn. Mad that my woman didn't love me. mad I had to go through all this shit. Okay. Mad that I needed a place to stay. Uh. Mad that nobody had shit to say. Mad that my Christmas was some shit. Mad that my homies was in my A. Oh. Thank you for for giving me peace. Thank you for Chris and Angie oh. Thank you for Cornbread and Alan Gates. Oh. Thank you for Christian with really a K. Peace. Thank you for everyone who uh. listened and let me cry on my shoulder. Thank you for the people who pushed me forward when I said it was yeah. over. Fucking yeah. how things going not your own fam to accept you Cause everybody she warned me about Came back to my rescue Another day, feeling drained With nobody and nothing and I am lying, I'm straight tired Tired and struggling for another lesson learned Another tear in the bucket Just let your girl ain't dying war. In fact, I'm coming back off. Uh. Yeah face, Bitch Bates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my new truth.